Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. This episode of Nobody's Listening is brought to you by DrawYouAPicture.com. You know why and you know what, so get over there and check it out right now. Hey, how you doing out there, podcast people? This is Nobody's Listening Podcast, where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. Notice lately it's getting less and less of our stories and more and more of yours. Yeah, it's called evolution. Get used to it. Believe in it. Teach it in your schools, but just not that kind. This is episode 83, brought to you the week of October 21st. I'm your host. My name is James, and I have a very, 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 very special guest host returning from the land of America's hat, and he would say Canada's pants. It's Trevor! Woo! It's me, yay. Throw a party! Very, very special. I have sound effects. I can play them. Hold on. Uh, here it is. Oh, wait. Oh, dang. That's not very exciting, is it? <laughs> it's um, it, it, more of a drum roll thing? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, let me see. I got other ones. Let me see if I can introduce you with this one. Wish you weren't an ugly mouth oh, jerk face. Oh, oh, gosh. I'm sorry, dude. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm going to get some more sound effects. Well, we're glad you're back, dude. I was telling you before in the pre-show that um, out of all of our nobodies that we've had on the show, and I mean that in in a like a like a, <laughs> in the most complimentary fashion. Well, yeah, because we call people that listen to the show nobodies. Out of all the nobodies that we've just had come in, um, non-podcast guest hosts, I should say, uh, your episode has been the most popular with the fans. You're a fan favorite. Me, I am. People are writing fan fiction about you. I hope it's good. Well, it's the dirty kind, I'm sorry to say, but uh, I read it. It was disturbing. Uh, We start with an opening story most of the time and not by making our co-host blush. Uh, Gentlemen, I know I'm a couple weeks late with this, but David's tale about the twin guys in the convertible reminded me of going to the funeral of a friend's father. Well, don't David's all of David's stories remind you of that? Our good friend had lost her father, and my husband and I went to the funeral home. Let me just say at the beginning of this, when I first read this, here's how I read it. Our good friend lost her father and my husband. But anyway, (laughs) there's punctuation. Where's the the funny come? Uh, Is there funny? (laughs) There is. Our good friend lost her father, and my husband and I went to the funeral home to pay our respects. As I walked in the room, I had to stop in my tracks. There across the room was the dead man standing with a drink in his hand and talking to two women. I quickly grabbed a family member, my friend's cousin, who I, ha- who I had met before, and I asked her, who in the heck is that dude over there? She explained that that was not the guy that was dead. That's the dead man's twin brother. <laughs> As a matter of fact, that, that, that man standing over there is not the dead man. No. Just, to, you know, just to clear it up. The living, the living man that you now see is in fact not dead. You can leave now. You've done enough. That was from Care. I think I'm saying her name right. I always get in trouble by trying to guess gender and by spelling or saying people's names. K-A-I-R. In my country, I would guess that that, in my limited white bread culture, I would guess that that is a girl. I always guess wrong. 
and I get in, hate in, mail. in Canada land. I, I I wouldn't even hazard a guess at that one. Really. Care I no. You should so you could share the blame. Uh, Nobody's listening is sponsored in part by this week Korea. Thank you Korea. Yeah, that guy's got nothing better to do. He's got nothing better to do but just to show his love for the show. And Nicole, Nicole Richie, I doubt Nicole anonymous nobody listener. I I'm feeling pretty good about that. If you'd like to sponsor a show. Uh, go to Nobody's Listening, nlcast.com, and click on Sponsor Show, and we'll mention you, and we'll read a message if you have one, and we will brag on you or make fun of you however you really want it to go. But Nicole and Creo, thank you for sponsoring the show, and thank you for go to my PC for your sponsorship. Um, uh, basically, the office, as we know it, it's going away. And people are more and more wanting to be able to work from home. I do it at least twice a week myself. And I'm telling you, VPNs, I don't know, they're too hard to set up. Uh, They're not personal enough. What I want when I need to sit down and work is I need to be able to sit down, log on, and see my work computer right in front of me. And that's exactly what GoToMyPC offers. Uh, You can have freedom from the office. You can have better work-life balance. You can have increased work flexibility. And when you're choosing a remote access service, you need to make sure it's easy to set up, easy to use, and affordable. And you need to be able to make sure you can use it from any PC. That's why you need GoToMyPC. You can try it free for 30 days right now because you listen to this show. Uh, For this special offer, go to GoToMyPC.com slash podcast. Let me say it again. That's GoToMyPC, GoToMyPC.com slash podcast. Take your office with you wherever you go with GoToMyPC.com. Go over there and check it out. Weekly. You shut your mouth. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> update. All right. It's that time of the show where we give you a little update from the last seven days or show. show or show. We give you an update from from the last seven days or show. So Really? Yeah. Wait, wait, when would that be exactly? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever show you've listened to, give an update from the last seven shows. Uh, go ahead. Do you want to go first? I think you should, since you're making fun of me. Oh, is that the way it works? Yeah. Okay, fine. I'll stop that then. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I have uh, two that I could go with. Uh, all the ones uh, I had one prepared, and then another one kind of happened to me. Mm-hmm. But um, I went up. Uh, let's see. Last week, last Friday, uh, a buddy of mine has a band uh, that he plays in, so they were playing their first gig uh, up at a bar in this little nowhere's dunk town kind of thing of about two people mm. um so we went up to to go show our support uh and this had to have been the scariest place that i've ever been in since my military days uh, where are mounties when you need them <laughs> donut shop really they uh, eat donuts too <laughs> that's so rad that's all we eat up here man Woo-hoo. tim hortons all right <laughs> but uh, it was like uh it's sort of wannabe biker bar kind of thing, so it was, uh, and I had my wife with me as well, so of course I'm looking out to protect her as yeah, well, and yeah. she, she was afraid to go to the bathroom by herself, you know, once that got awkward enough, but, um, so anyway, at the end of the night, uh, this band, it's, it's, uh, three guys, um, in the band, so they decided at the end of the show to play this, um, you know, it's just kind of a, hey, fun thing. They decided to play um, "Shebop" by Cindy Lauper, okay. which is fu- which is funny enough as it is because it's three guys singing this song and they're all tuning in and singing this song, which is weird enough as it is. But then in the middle of the song, 
these two guys who were looked like they had dropped right out of the eighties with the leather uh, wristbands and the studs on them and the long hair and the piercings and all that stuff uh-huh. went went out and they started moshing on the dance floor to Shebop by Cindy Lauper. It was the most surreal. <laughs> experience of my life well you know when you gotta mosh dude when nature calls it's like having to pee when you have to mosh <laughs> you, you just have to mosh i don't care if it's elevator music if it's time to mosh it's time to get down <laughs> so get out your seat and jump around so jump jump did they hurt anybody <laughs> i mean because there's different kinds of moshing there's the teeny bopper moshing where you just kind of bump into each other and then there's the kind where you're a little bit older and the college age moshing where you just want to re- push somebody into the kids that are just standing in the back, not really getting into the show. And then there's the biker bar moshing where there's a knife out. No, it it was just these two guys and they were just basically just running into each other. And we were sitting right, right right in front of the the dance floor, like, which was, I mean, a dance floor as big as a table almost. Yeah. So, and and, uh, we were fairly certain that they were going to end up in our laps at some point in time. So we were quite frightened for a while there, but you know, what what do you do? That kind of bar. Oh, I don't. My I don't go to those kind, the lap, the lap kind. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we were. Uh, I mean, what do you do? And they're all doing the uh, the moshing and stuff, and you know they're scary looking. So do you walk away? Because then they're going to offend it. See, then, I don't think scary. <laughs> I don't think scary has anything to do with it because I I've been to places before, like a restaurant, you know, that was semi nice and and music's playing, and two people would just get up and start slow dancing and that's just as awkward and just as weird as what you're describing and they're like you know just people just normal un-80s unstudded people so some people just don't know when to hold it in you know you got to know when to hold them you got to know when to fold them you got to know when to mosh you got to know when to just sit down see i hold it in see i have no rhythm i know i have no rhythm so i i hold it in (laughs) you should have jumped in Three, yeah, I, and, and just start running into them. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's that's what moshing's for. It's for us white dudes that don't know how to do anything. You know, it's like at church. I, I don't know. Church people will know what I'm talking about. People that that jump in church. I always like you know. They always say white people can't jump, and I'm like, you know, that's about all we actually can do. So, uh, more power to you, mosh man. Go for it. Uh, I, my turn, if you don't mind. If you've got two, I'll throw one in, because I think I have two as well. Uh, let's see. First one would be, I, I was driving back from lunch the other day, um, and I happened to be passing an Ace Hardware store. And this Ace Hardware, I don't know how most Ace Hardwares are, but this one is pretty small, pretty old-fashioned. They keep a lot of their stuff outside. And uh, so it's not uncommon to see people loading and unloading and people uh, directing uh, forklifts and stuff like that with pallets Uh of bricks or pavers or, you know, mulch or whatever. And and sure enough, I saw this guy and he's but he's kind of doing it kind of weird. He's using his fingers and he's kind of pointing a little bit to the left and then he's kind of pointing a little bit to the right, almost like he's dancing. You know, but I'm thinking, no, he's just really he's directing somebody. I hadn't looked around the parking lot enough to see who he's directing, but he looked like he was directing uh, a forklift just a little to the left and then a little to the right and then a little to the middle, (laughs) a little to the left. And he was just kind of going back and forth. And then I looked and, dude, there wasn't anything there. 
to direct. There was, <laughs> there was no forklift. He had the vest on. You know, I work in the inner city. I'm used to seeing people kind of walk around, just kind of doing their own little thing. Sometimes you just have to just say, okay, bless them and, and walk on by or drive on across by. The other side of the, <laughs> across the other side of the street. <laughs> um but it, it, these, the, you know, he's just kind of, and I'm staring at him, and I'm like, oh, okay, now I know what he's doing. He was counting bricks. There was a pile of bricks in front of him, <laughs> and he was using his fingers, and he was pointing from left to right, and right, and he was actually doing pretty good for counting. Very bad for leading somebody, you know, backing somebody in, but he was doing really good for counting, and, and so I didn't have to worry about him. I actually had to worry about me. So there you go. Well, maybe maybe he was directing somebody, and he just wasn't that good at it. And uh, he's like, I'm gonna count some bricks, and they were gone. (laughs) He's like, I cannot do this. I'm gonna pretend to save face, like I've been counting (laughs) these bricks this whole time. Because I can't find the forklift anymore. (laughs) It's the only way I can keep my job. I lost Jimmy and the forklift. Maybe I can at least give a good inventory of these red bricks right here. So. I've got to have something when I go inside. I lost Jimmy, but we have 57 <laughs> bricks. Is that not good news? I some think, are red, some are is. brown. There was one I threw away for it, <laughs> for it was incapable of being counted. Um, anyway, uh, did you say you had another one? You'd said pre-show that you might not want to share it. It's oh, a- no, that was, that was my LBB. Oh, which- okay. Which, which I will, uh, if, uh, if if you'll so incline me when we get there, I will uh, Yeah, I will take the plunge on that one. I'll let you but, bring uh, it. I get hate mail when I bring LBBs to the table anymore, so I'm kind of, I'm kind of fed up. So go ahead. <laughs> well, do I want to get to that now, or do you, are you done with your... No, no, your I, I have another weekly update. If you have one, if you don't, I'm going to go ahead and, and finish mine. Well, I, I do have a, one short little one, yeah. although... Uh, uh, I guess more of a public service announcement uh, to something that occurred to me there. Uh, that was probably about two weeks back. Oh, yeah. Help us uh, out. I was having, uh, let's just say, some uh, problems down under, so to speak, with the uh, gastrointestinal areas. <laughs> no, what are you talking about, man? What, what is that? Uh, well, let's just say that, uh, that my number two looked like number one. <laughs> oh! <laughs> going to try to play it off but that is <laughs> okay is there anything else or was that it <laughs> yeah that's it man <laughs> um so uh before i went to bed one night i went to uh, uh i took some pepto-bismol okay to you know help ease my stomach and yeah. whatnot yeah they got so you I covered had, so i had to get up at uh, i got up about four o'clock in the morning uh so i had to use the washroom so i i was just just drained and just feeling just you know not so good and whatnot so i just kind of after i was done and looked over the mirror and just kind of went you know blah and just stuck my tongue out just kind of say man i feel like you know like garbage and my tongue mm, mm, was mm, pure mm, black mm, <laughs> as why? if i'd been licking charcoal oh why 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 well, see, that's the thing. I I didn't know why. So I, why I was and at four o'clock in the morning, I'm half asleep. I I it's it scared the the, the, the crud out of me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turns out, apparently, Pepto Bismol does that occasionally oh, to some people. Oh gosh, okay, good. I didn't know that at the time. Four o'clock in the morning. No, I, I was ready to jump in the jump in the car, go to the hospital. I didn't know that either. I'm glad you told me. <laughs> that's they never made it on the stinking commercials. Headache, <laughs> diarrhea, and the black tongue. And the black tongue of doom. You're going to get the black tongue. It sounds like something you should get if you're a miner and you've been licking charcoal. That's, that's exactly what it looked like. Scared uh, 
to apparently you know, you mess need, at him. Apparently, you need a canary now to drink Pepto Bismol just to <laughs> find out if it's going to kill you or not. Good gosh, that would freak me out. Well, at, especially at four o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah, it does. <laughs> Run in there, wake your wife up, freak her out because you're going. Well, actually, the, I, after I went to bed, I woke up the next morning, and she's like, how are you feeling? It's like, well, I don't feel so bad, but I'm not sure what to do about this, and I stuck my tongue out her, and she goes, ah! <laughs> Get that guy some airheads now. Turn his <laughs> tongue back to green, at least, you know? Oh, goodness gracious. So I don't know if that's that's too, uh, too middle school or, you know. No, I think that needed to be told. I'm 35, and I didn't know that junk. They don't tell. I, now i got to look it up and find out what it is. There's got to be some sort of chemical compound between it's fluoride and the Pepto. It's apparently it's something that if you eat something with a certain sulfite or something in your in your you know saliva, that it does that to it. You know? But, yeah, I didn't... Uh, yeah, don't remember seeing that on the commercial. No, no, they're not. They're not telling you that. I don't know. I, I, uh, my other weekly update is pretty basic compared to that. It, I don't even want to say a stupid thing now because my tongue didn't turn anything. But I had this monster drink in my little in-office cooler because I'd used it in object lesson, and um, and I didn't have any sodas, so I drank it, and it, it was a giant one. I, you know, that's why I bought it because on stage I wanted it to look big. And, you know, monster hmm. drinks are usually little, but this was giant, dude. It was, like, the size of two, like, diet soda cans, you know, like any soda can, actually. It didn't necessarily have to be diet. Uh, but I drank it, and um, I got really wired, and I never drink energy drinks, like, ever, and I I felt happy. <laughs> really, really happy. And And it didn't make me less tired. I was tired that day. It just made it to where I like couldn't close my eyes at all, and I and I had like Photoshop effects going on in my eyes. Like I'd walk down the hallway, and it was like I had motion blur going on, dude. It felt like I was going really, really fast. And that's because you stopped blinking. No joke. And then <laughs> and then I had a little KPT filter going on because I had a page curl going on. I had some <laughs> I had some lens flare going on there. No. Um, but I went in and, and messed with my friend Steven, who was on the show a couple weeks ago. His office is adjoining mine because he stole it from me. And um, and I was just talking to him, and I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. I, I am, don't mean to talk your head off. I said, I hate it when you get around somebody that you know is not really happy. They just feel happy. But I felt so excited about everything in his office. And I've, ne- I, you know, I, I've lived a pretty clean life. I've never been high, never been drunk. Um, but I think I, I experienced just a little taste of it, and it scared me. <laughs> I was frightened because I, I've, see, I've seen it and I don't like it. Well, it, I could have easily forgotten that I was married or anything like that, you know, and been hitting on some old lady that I work with or something. I was just very frightened of my own behavior and I didn't do anything bad. I was just very excited about things. And, and I was just like, dude, if the wrong person walked in, I'd be very excited about them. And I would be asking him out to prom or something and forget I was grown. You know, I don't know. It was like I was dreaming and I was awake. And I got on 12seconds.tv and I started making videos. And so you can see some of the evidence of how excited I was about everything on there. But uh, that is was that, about it. Is that where those came from? Because yeah. I, I saw a bunch of them pop up all of a sudden. Well, no, that was the next day. I think I was having a, a recap. But, dude, after about, I want to say, eight hours, I crashed, dude. I crashed bad. And then I was all like, oh, I hate my life. I hate everything. I miss Photoshop <laughs> effects, you know. So, <laughs> Why can't the world be all colorful now? <laughs> yeah. 
I was really holding out for some for some uh, glossy and blur or something like that. I don't even know how to say that word, but anyway, yeah, that was it. I I wanted to mention everybody in the in the stream today. We got twenty four people with us today. Um, thanks, Bear Butt, for moderating for us. I see Blue Duff Note, uh, Bulldog, Chili Jean, Concert Pianist, Cowzart, Dirkalo, Doctor Quest, Grimmy, Gulp. Uh, Giselle, J-Days from J-Days Podcast, Ratface, who I don't know who that jerk is, uh, uh, Solo, Lone Ranger, Tam Twirl, Ustream Bot. A little earlier I saw um, uh, Red Boy in here from the Red Boy Podcast, and I was I was really excited, but uh, he's apparently not there anymore. So uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. You can join us live every Tuesday night at 930 Central on Ustream, and you can find that link at nlcast.com. Uh, and you before we move on from that, yeah. hey, I just want to mention that uh, Ustreamer56822 is my folks. Oh. They're here to support me. <laughs> Woohoo! Your dad and your mom or mom? Is it mom or mom in Canada? Uh, mom. Very good. I guess. We accept you as one of our Or ma. <laughs> uh, ma. Here we go. One of the many tools of the devil. Oh, no! All right, you said you had one of these. I'm going to trust you with it. <laughs> Take it away, Trevor. Well, let's, uh, hmm. <clears throat> At a uh, certain person's work, uh, let's call him uh, Kevin. Um, let's call uh, him, he had, let's call him, <laughs> let's call him Rever. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, no, that's, 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 that's too obvious. Uh, Trev oh, face. Trev face. <laughs> Trev face. There you go. <laughs> Um, that we had, oh, I'm sorry. They had recently repaved their, uh, their back lot cause they were running out of, uh, parking spaces because, and people were parking in some really inconvenient, uh, uh, places because we have a lot of, uh, they have a lot of big trucks that come in and out of their area. Yeah, I don't know who these people are and why I know exquisite <laughs> details about the job, but it's not my job. Sorry. So so they went and they and they paved the back because it was just a field and grass and whatnot. So they paved it and gave a bunch more parking spaces than we need for all of the employees in the entire building. And yet, for some reason, some people decide to keep parking in the way of where the trucks have to come in and out. And I have people that I have these trucks coming in delivering stuff to me. Mm-hmm. And I have to ask these people to move their cars, even though there's a perfectly good parking spot 50 feet away. Yep. Yep. And they complain that they have to park, move their, their, their car from the spot that they always parked in before. That isn't a real parking spot. It <laughs> oh, just drove me nuts. <laughs> I hate that. And, 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 and it stinks. I mean, you're in Canada. So not only is it that you're having to move all these moose out of the way and, uh, and the hockey pucks. And, and all the, these and Mounties the... piling up everywhere. <laughs> People are bringing truckloads of hockey pucks. And um, it's just terrible. And, and they're all slipping on the ice because it's all frozen up here, too. So Yeah, and all these vocabulary words are coming in. You know, the A's <laughs> and and the boots and all this stuff. It's just terrible. So, and <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm sure America has so much more to make fun of. It's just most of it. We can't make fun of each other because that's when people get shot. But I was just say because you're all armed. <laughs> that's true. It's true. They let us keep our arms. Uh, LBB of the week, man. I'm sure I have plenty. I oh, I didn't want to share this, but I'm gonna have to. Um, Come on. <laughs> I, I can't say this person's an LBB. I'll just say that they made me feel like an LBB. How about that? I got a call. 
at work, uh, first thing, Monday morning, and this lady calls me, and she's like, Hi, I believe the book of Revelation was written by a group of evil men. I'm like, okay, why? Wow. As it's written in the Bible, a group of men. I will happen to say this. It was written by one man. His name was John. So I was a little confused, not only on the weirdness of the comment, but actually the inaccuracy of it. Yes, I believe that because I believe that I am in the third level of hell because of the book of Revelation. And I was like, okay, are you a are you a radio DJ? Are you a morning show guy? Are you just calling to make fun? No, she says, I said, why do you think that? Because I have had things happen to me while I'm still alive that should only happen when you're dead. And I'm like, okay, all right. She's, uh, she's poor thing. She's bonkers, you know? And before the hate mail people call me, I'm not making fun of her. This is just how I experience something in my life. So deal. Um, I, I won't say everything she said, though I do have the, the curse of being able to remember every single thing I've ever heard. Uh, I will just say this, that it ended with this statement. She said, have you ever heard of a redheaded woman who reads the Bible and the angels hear her and she becomes enunciated? I was like, ma'am, I'm no, I, <laughs> I haven't. I don't actually know anything. About what you're talking about. You know, she'd asked me, I, I will mention one more thing. This is the thing that really broke my head. She said, do you know the difference between my son and my boy? And I'm like, because, you know, that almost made sense. That it just it, it's like talking to this lady. I felt like I was crazy. I felt like I didn't know what she was talking about and ended up went and talked to one of our counselor guys and he said, yeah, she was probably schizophrenic with a, a religious delusion and blah, blah, blah. And, and actually I educated myself on it quite a bit. So, uh, But there was nothing I could have done over the phone. But man, oh. I felt like a moron after that. It was just, oh, oh. So, you know, hats off to folks that are dealing with those things. But yeah, it's just a little peek into my world because you, you just want to go home after something like that. You want to, I, I actually hung up the phone and I ran up to the receptionist and just started talking to her. I'm like, let's just talk about something. Just anything that makes sense, okay? I mean, it was like after watching Seven. Back in the day when I was watching movies like that, I went and watched Seven, and that movie was so twisted and jacked up, and how do they end it? They ran the credits backwards. And that was like, oh, no, no, I could handle the whole movie, but you ran the credits backwards. My mind is broken. I'm going to go watch some stinking All Dogs Go to Heaven or something. Uh, so, anyway. I need me some Sesame Street quick. Something. <laughs> Sesame my Street brain. Live on ice. I don't care how you can deliver it just deliver it to me now shoot it directly into my arm through an iv i love elmo all of a sudden i just need something cute and fuzzy in my head as quick as possible so anyway so yeah just a little drama from canada's pants right down in here do you you feel good getting that out of your system i do i feel better i feel better so yeah if you guys go to nlcast and see my comic of doom from uh, this week, then you'll know what one of the little pressures were that, that's that's weighing heavy. So I uh, thank thank God for nobody's listening. This is my this is my therapy. But we've spent enough time on that. Let's move on to this news. All right, uh, a little bit of news. We're going to get through it quick. Um, th- the only thing I could think of to say is that uh, the podcast awards at podcastawards.com uh, were were. Uh, 
I don't know, it's a yearly thing and it's a pretty prestigious competition. Um, you, you nominate shows and then the nominations are reviewed and then the official nominees are listed and nobody's listening was nominated, you know, or submitted to be an official nominee. Uh, so was Geek Loves Nerd. And so was another little podcast I do once a month called Children's Ministry Monthly. And nobody's listening did not get announced as a, a show for the running in the comedy category. Boo. Uh, Geek Loves Nerd did not make it in the family category boo but boo. but the show that i work the least on and and actually is one of you know one of my more favorite ones it's what i do for a living uh did get uh nominated in the religion category um i'm not stupid i know there was probably a lot less religious shows you know submitted and that's the only reason why <laughs> mine made it because they had 10 spots or something but it still did and it's still an honor and um in a few days they're going to open up uh, voting and I would love for you guys. Uh, I know some of some of you people that listen are are church folks or, or even youth pastors and all that kind of stuff. I'd love for you to go check out the show at cmmonthly.com and and then vote for it later on at uh, podcastawards.com. The cool thing is you can vote every single day. And though I kind of hate that part of it, I wish it was based more like on a panel of respected podcasters and they just chose mm. your show, kind of like the Academy Awards or something. Um, but they do base it on the uh, involvement of your audience, which kind of makes sense, I guess. But um, it I, does. I, it's an honor just to be nominated. <laughs> it's awesome. So go over there and check it out. That'd be about it. Uh, oh, and my geek song uh, got played not only on on ELR uh, a couple weeks ago. It got played on uh, Jawbone Radio. Very oh, awesome. sweet. Getting a lot of good feedback on that. I hate that I uh, released it so soon because I've remixed it a little bit, added some better vocals and background stuff. But now it's like, why? You know, it's out there already. So I don't know. But if you haven't heard that song, you don't know what I'm talking about, go to Nobody's Listening uh, at NLCast.com and look for uh, the song called If My Wife Knew. It, it's in the feed, too, at iTunes. So check that out. We're going to be doing a Halloween sh- show and um let me see exactly when we're going to do that uh i guess it's going to have to be next tuesday we're going to do a halloween show on the 28th and we want your input we want your uh voicemail stories uh your email stories uh just anything scary or halloween related we've gotten so much but i want so much more so get that in you've got one week left okay okay just give and give and give that's right that's right do it (laughs) Uh, la la. That is it. Uh, we're, we'll be right back, and when we come back, we're going to do our featured story piece. www.newscastlive.com. All the news you need to know in just 30 minutes. Hi, I'm Mike James, host of Newscast Live. I'd like to invite you to check out the show every Tuesday and Friday over at newscastlive.com. We covered science news, technology, health, culture, and of course, the internet. If it's news that's fun, if it's news that's informative, you're going to hear it on NewscastLive.com. I always keep it clean, I always keep it informative, and I always make sure we have a whole lot of fun. So come check it out over at NewscastLive.com. You know, if you didn't hear it on Newscast Live, was it really news? www.NewscastLive.com If you're looking for a podcast with all the news, newscastlive.com. Featured story. All right, Trevor, you're all talk. Matter of fact, it's a podcast, audio podcast, so that's actually okay. 
So uh, yeah, it would be awkward otherwise. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. If it was all color, it would be a really boring show. Uh, go ahead and uh, hit us up with one of those featured stories that you've got. One of the good ones this time. Oh, ha! Huh. Or it'll be another yeah, year. I was going to say, didn't you just tell me that I was, like, the most popular guest host, and now you mock me still? Uh, I, want people, I want people to side with you. They'll be like, you were so mean to him, and we just love Trevor. We love him now more than ever. So, wait till you hear the recap song I'm going to do. <laughs> then you can get offended. All right. I'm sure Canada's in there a few times. Oh. It will be uh, well... Uh, let's go back to uh, high school. Okay. I don't want to, but uh, go ahead. <laughs> oh, wait a second. Neither do I. <laughs> back in high school, it was uh, grade 10 I was in. Uh, I don't know year? if I. Uh, yeah, ba, 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 88, 87. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if it is, is grade 10. High school or middle school in this new world? Uh, in my world, it's high school. Okay, because we never had middle school, and we we had that discussion last time. Yeah, I was on. junior high. Yeah. Um. So anyway, back back in I think it was eighty seven. I think it was winter of eighty seven. Uh, my high school uh, down in Nova Scotia got um, some nationwide press um, because we had a um, a riot. <laughs> In oh, our school, wow. <laughs> home of the riot. Uh, yeah. Well, and and it got it got big press across the country and everything. What was the riot and about? It, it, I'm sorry. It, what it was, was the riot about? A boot. It was a uh, it was a, a racially motivated oh, riot. Dang. Y'all have race so up it, there. Y'all yeah. Got, y'all got NASCAR? What is it? <laughs> Just kidding. It's hey, bad joke. I'm a big big NASCAR fan. <laughs> uh, you can lose weight, dude. It's okay. And I, and I don't have a redneck, and I don't say y'all, and, you know. <laughs> we have a track in Kansas. I'm sorry, go ahead. Racially Motivated Riot and National hey, Press. Hey, that's right. That's right, you do. If I should come watch a race there and come uh, crash your place. That'd be awesome. Yeah, huh? That'd be awesome. <laughs> anyway, um, so in this period of time, um, we had to do this, uh, totally unrelated, mind you. We, had to, we were doing a school project with... Um, I don't even remember what the uh, it, what the theme of it was, but me and a couple of guys, uh, buddies of mine decided to do a newscast type thing, like a fake newscast in front of the uh, class. It was a um, uh, what do you call it? it was just a public speaking type yeah, of uh, yeah. project type thing. So we decided to do this fake newscast. So this fake newscast turned into how I almost got suspended from school twice in the same day. <laughs> okay. Because, uh, because not that you'd know from my previous episode, but I was like the goody two shoes and I was, you know, never gotten in trouble and all that stuff. Not that you know from me, you know, the story about me trying to take apart, um, you know, the, uh, the school. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that was a, that was an isolated incident. That was, you know, the one bad thing I did. So mm-hmm. for me to almost get kicked out of school twice in the same day was, uh, not exactly a, uh, a regular occurrence around, let's just say. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we were doing this, um, uh, this fake newscast. So during this newscast, um, me and my me and my buddy were so smart because we had decided to put sunglasses on so we could read our you know our news thing without actually them seeing us looking at you know down the paper and we were quite so uh, we were pretty slick. Yeah, I wish, that's uh, smooth man. I wish, wish we had a copy of it all because it'd be kind of cool. But anyway, um, we uh, during the newscast, I had you know I was mentioning all these fake news stories and whatnot, and one I had said. 
um, it was back in, uh, if you remember Ted Bundy, he was, yeah. you know, back, it was back in those days. So, um, you know, I said, oh yeah, and, uh, convicted serial killer, Ted Bundy. And I, and I had brought in this prop. I brought in this box of cereal. Okay. And, and I, and I had stabbed this big, huge kitchen knife through, the, <laughs> through this thing. So I brought this box out with this kitchen knife sticking through it. Now, in, that, in today's day and age, obviously, I probably would have been jumped by the security officers Absolutely. who roam around the school. Back then, it was a slightly uh, calmer time. But the, I, I still remember the teacher's eyes just bugged out as if they were about to fall out of their head. Because they're having this big, huge knife in the front of the classroom. <laughs> and, a, and a great joke, by the way. Back then, wasn't overplayed. Nowadays, maybe a little, but... See, I, I originated it. Yes. It originated in Canada. Started in and then Canada. dissipated. There you go. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. So that was the that was the first uh, in, uh, incident of the day. So all the technically it was this. It was the second. So you, you didn't get in trouble for the joke. You got in trouble for the prop. For the prop, yeah. It was I, the I, fact I, that I had this big. I feel huge sorry knife. for some of the people. I know there's somebody out there going, "What joke?" Okay, he had a knife through the cereal box. It's a serial killer. Uh, okay. It's a serial box. Uh, okay. Are we good? Uh, yes. <laughs> I think we can move on. People are pausing. They're like, let me figure this out. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Wait, push play. Push wait, play. I got a paper. I got a paper here. Wait a second. Okay. So let me Make sketch cereal. it. I can't visualize. I wish it was in color. Okay. Go. Sorry. <laughs> The the first incident actually happened earlier in the day, so I'm going to go all memento if you've ever seen that movie on, where everything's going to be all out of order. Yeah, here. yeah. Ooh, that but, was another uh, one that tripped me out, dude. That was a cool movie. Yeah, it was, but uh, did, did you go back and try to watch it backwards like and put the pieces no. together properly? But I watched it again after I had seen everything just because I knew it was going to happen. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that way it made more sense. It's like, oh, so that's why, uh, oh, oh, and it all just kind of clicked then. Yeah. And weird. So, Go ahead. Public service announcement number two. Uh, good movie, although I don't remember the rating of it. So uh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so early in the earlier on in the day, we had decided our big coup de gras, and I am coming back to that uh, the riot thing in yes. case anybody thought I forgot. Um, although technically, I suppose the knife in the school after the riot is actually does have a connection mm -hmm, there, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. But anyway. <laughs> I don't know how you guys roll in Canada, but knives and riots, yeah, don't mix very well. Well, unless it's a riot for meat carvers or something, then it might have a place. But well, we're too polite up here to use guns and things. You see, so, uh, yeah. so you just slice each other up all close and personal. It's more friendly if, if that we way. We can't get blood on us. We're not bothering. I understand <laughs> now. I got gotcha. you. Uh, so earlier in the day, what we had decided to do was um, our big coup de grace for our, um, uh, for our news, fake newscast was we took out a video camera and we went into the hallways <laughs> and we were going to um, tape this live report type thing and then play it on TV behind us while we were in front of the classroom, you know, and as if we were speaking to those guys, even though it was just us wearing different jackets, I, I think it gotcha. was. I yeah. So, in grade 10, it was very clever for us back yeah, then. yeah. So anyway, what we decided to do is uh, do this big report on how, well, after the riots, everything's calmed down and, you know, everything is, uh, you know, is back to normal and, and we're going to interview some students, you know, who we'd, we'd already talked to, obviously, you know, and, you know, and, and talk to them about the, uh, you know, what was going on. And so um, 
what we did was we were interviewing somebody. It's like, oh yeah, you know, and everything's calm. And we had this one guy in the front of the camera doing this interview. And then on the back and behind them, we had a couple guys. Well, actually we had, well, it was probably five or six guys, um, start up a fake fight in behind us. Cause he, so he's talking about how everything's all calm and there's no problems now. And then we had these guys fight in the back and, you know, and we're just going to completely ignore what was happening in the back, you know, as if it wasn't happening problem was this was just shortly after these riots we had neglected to tell any teachers or authority figures <laughs> in the school <laughs> so on camera now we have these guys fighting in the back and then i, I can still see it uh, there's this one teacher just had this look of horror on his face and then we had two or three teachers running in and jumping in to break up this fake fight and of course i mean in the middle of all the adrenaline nobody you can't tell them that we're not really fighting and everything <laughs> so uh we, we got in a, a fair bit of trouble over that one too oh it was my a, gosh <laughs> but i mean just watching the teachers just run in and dash in and and, and try to break up this fight and, and of course everybody's uh, we're joking gun shy. we're joking <laughs> we're, he's the one with the knife get him he's a serial killer get it get it he's got a never mind oh man yeah these days you don't fake fight you don't no. fake fight at all well i remember one time i was at church and it was i was brand new to the hood and and i was gonna do this object lesson and i was gonna use a gun and dude's like do not shoot any kind of fake gun or anything half these kids will either pull <laughs> on you <laughs> Or they've had, uh, you know, a, an, an issue with one and they'll freak out and they'll just, you know, hit the ground. And I'm like, okay, okay. So, yeah. And these days, you don't you don't fake anything like that. Ugh. Yeah, we did a video one time when I was in high school where we pretended to kill a girl. And it was for, a, for like, some indie film thing, you know. And it was in the art room. And it was murder in the art room. And, and uh, you know, nowadays, I don't know that I would ever suggest anybody filming themselves pretending to kill anybody. No, that's that 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 can come back to haunt you if they, yeah. you know it, <laughs> you running for know. public office. Eh, how do you explain <laughs> this? Well, it's like, well, I can, but you've already made your opinion, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> that that girl's my running mate. Uh, other than that, I don't know. You know, it'd be the only way you could really get out of that. that. That's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. I like the. Uh, I like. So you, you did you get taken down to the office at all? I mean, was there any office visits? Not for that one, no. That okay. was, that was uh, we were able to talk our way out of it before there was uh, any uh, any trips. But uh, mm. but it was <laughs> unlike the unlike the, my previous episode where there there were uh, there were office visits involved oh, in that. One, which I, I don't know if I ever told my folks that one, so uh, <laughs> I don't know if they actually listened to that episode. Well, so uh, yeah. that could be awkward. <laughs> Just go back in the in the archives, folks. Episode uh. thirty three, I think it was. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Oh man, yeah. I never got. I never had to go to the office ever. The whole time I was grown up. Ever? Never, 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 never. Except for one time, and it wasn't my fault. <laughs> it wasn't. I think I've talked about it on the show before, so I won't go through the whole thing. But it was a little foreign exchange student girl, and she didn't speak very good English. And every day I would sit down and ask her if I could have her hamburger, and because I was spending my money on video games before you know school, and I didn't have lunch, and so she would say something, and that I assumed apparently was yes. Uh, and I would eat her hamburger, but apparently she was not saying yes. She was saying no, but I didn't understand <laughs> her. And so she was too polite. And every day she would just sit there, pro apparently in agony, watching me eat her hamburger. This rude American dude. 
Um, and eventually I got hauled out by my ear by the lady that kind of handled her and I got drugged to the office and it was this huge misunderstanding. And I'm like, she said I could have them. And you know, Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. I'd never been in trouble before. And so I cried. Yeah. I'm, I'm crying now for you. you know? <laughs> Thank you. But man, but, but you know, I was well fed. I was a little thicker than usual. <laughs> Cause I was, you know, I was, when I was honest, I was skinny, but, uh, I felt bad about life, but I sure was not hungry anymore. Uh, and then the dude's like, I know your dad, and uh, if you guys are struggling financially, see, this is in Georgia, if you guys are struggling financially, I, I, you know, all you have to do is come and tell me. You know, it's this, it's this redneck voice, but it's formal. So it's, you know, it's, it's exactly like that. Now, James, listen here. Listen here, son. I've known your family for years. I have known them, and I can help you. Uh, all you have to do is come and ask. I I knew your pa. Like, he's not my dad. He's my stepdad. It's like Shaun of the Dead. Ah, uh, man, thanks for bringing that. Let's do some of this, though. E and V mail. Thank you for calling. All right. I, I'm always uh, torn between what to do. Uh, I will uh, take a live call right now if I can. Um so, uh, you know, call if you want to. Uh, you can do it actually not in the number. I don't have my cell phone with me, but I will uh, uh-huh. take a, 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 a Skype call if you wanted to call in and see if I see, can if add you, you. I was going to say, if you had your cell phone with you, then I could get my dad to call in. But uh, uh, Yeah, I don't oh. have that, dude. I'm sorry. I, I didn't get Epic it. fail. Next time. Next time we'll do that. We'll do that next time. <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, I do have some emails, though, and some voicemails. Let's play this one. This is uh, kind of eerie. Here we go. Hey, James. It's the girl who lives. Ah! It's, it's <laughs> Miss Emma. You thought you were free, but mwahahahaha. <laughs> Just wanted to say hi. Bye. Hi, Emma. I, I'm glad you called, actually, because I want you to recall that I was not the one that had a problem with you. It really was David. And David's not on the show anymore, so you're welcome, and tall people rule. Okay? Uh, here's wait, wait. Some... Now, hold on. What? Hold on. What? Uh, I, I'm only 5'4", so uh, tall people scare me, so can I take over uh, David's phobias? Oh, crap. <laughs> Dang it. I thought we were going to be okay at peace with the giants. But no. Oh, they're, they're scary. They step on me because oh, they don't see me. Oh, man. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, here, let's listen to this one. Here's a mouse story to go along with all the other recent mouse stories. We were just sitting down watching TV or whatever. And my wife starts sniffing the air. And she says, do you smell that? It smells like death. And I'm sniffing and sniffing. I can't smell anything. And I go over to where she is, and I smell and smell, and she says, It's coming from under this couch! I smell death under the couch! Oh. And I'm thinking, oh, ah. nuts, I don't smell anything. How could you couch. smell death? And, and why would it be under the couch? <laughs> so we lifted the couch, and there was a super giant mouse dead under there, rotting, and yeah. it was gross, and it was dead, and, uh, and you didn't I guess smell I can't it. smell death. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's some people. The couch, there's some and there people. There was death. <laughs> well, apparently, there are some people that can take your powers by standing close to you. There are some people who can paint the future, and there are some people that can smell death. And uh, apparently, Bearbutt doesn't have any of those powers at all. And uh, I just think it's funny that death lives under the couch. That's hilarious. I, I, 
smell smell de- I was wondering how many times uh, he could say death in the same sentence. Uh, smell death. Uh, do you smell the death? There, there's death underneath the. Where, where's the death? Well, and then the poor person that misunderstood him. What do you mean deaf people smell? You know, <laughs> I smell the death. You know. <laughs> well, I'm not. They can't hear out. me. It's okay. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Send your hate mail to Trevor at gmail.com. Bradface at gmail.com. Eh? <laughs> Uh, here's our, uh, resident weekly drunk, uh, Paul. I just decided he's a drunk. Here we go. <laughs> hey, guys, what's up? No guys listening. Hey, uh, how you doing, hey, here's Paul? here's a quick story. All right. I walked outside in Party. the garage. Saw a mouse on the floor, and it scurried away. And I was like, huh. So I applied <laughs> up a little plan here. I, uh, pulled out my BB gun, pulled out a flashlight. I, uh, crept out there nice and silently and quickly shot that thing down. I thought I put a little tiny square of cheese out. And so I was just kinda of waiting at the door, just waiting for the mouse to come along and uh, once I saw it, bam Alright, I'll take y'all later. Bye. You know, you should have at least let him have a nibble. But no, Paul, in your drunken stupor you was like, Hey, the mouse is there and I've gotta get that cheese because I want to eat that with this drink I have, so bam! Save that cheese for later. That's that was my, my cheese. Don't you get there, my cheese, you dumb mouse. Bam! <laughs> I done killed it. Look at that. I saved my family from that little mouse. I'm going to call that show. <laughs> I'm going to call him. I'm going to tell him about it. You just wait. They're going to play it. They're going to take me seriously this time. My God. My God, they will. Uh, no. So, anyway. <laughs> oh, the... Uh... Mm. But speaking of, speaking of which, I can't remember the name of the uh, the poor kid that uh, his mom's going to put him in a Ziploc bag that you were talking to last <laughs> oh, week. Oh, speaking of which, okay, speaking of which, we got a call about that. Hold on, listen to this. <laughs> hey, guys, this is Rachel from the Sims 2 Challenges podcast and Girls Night in Radio. Um, I was just calling in a comment about the mom who froze the rat with the brain tumor. Um, I had gerbils off and on for 13 years, and... Uh, I remember, and this stuck with me in in the gerbil book, uh, yeah, that I read, <laughs> that you could actually freeze a rodent, and sometimes when it thawed out, it would come back to life. <laughs> yeah. So, so if that's sad. the truth, and that happened to this poor rat, not only <laughs> did it get frozen and oh, die, it, if, if they buried it, it then came back to life and then suffocated again. So, um. No, not saying that just to be me. Just wanted to let you know in case any of the kids out there thought that freezing a dying rodent was a good idea. Uh, I actually had a gerbil, one of my last gerbils, that had a stroke, and uh, it was very sad. And uh, I'm sorry. I called up a vet, and Why I get in, and I paid, I think, $10 because <laughs> it goes by body weight. And uh, they, they put the poor little girl down. And uh, I realize that sounds silly, but... Um, it was much more humane yeah, than any of the I would do it. other options out there. So I just wanted to give the listeners a, a, a better option. So, yeah. Uh, love the show, as always. Uh, bye. Oh, I guess that's it. Uh, and, I love the show. Yeah, $10, yeah. ten, ten <laughs> to have your stroked out mouse put down or a five cent Ziploc bag. And uh, ten cents worth of electricity. I I would still do the ten dollars. I a stroked out mouse. Um, I did, I'm sorry I laughed. I just didn't know gerbils were so prone to stroke. You know, I just 
Ah. I, I can't help but laugh at the phrase stroked out gerbil mouse. I don't know. I just <laughs> apparently they have problems, poor things. I just I oh, need a drama free pet, you know? At least with goldfish, they may die, but it's very cut and dry. They're either alive or they're dead. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I was gonna. I was gonna say the uh, uh, in 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 rebuttal. I didn't call in for the uh, for the rodent show, but in rebuttal, I actually had a mouse who had a tumor back in uh, back when I I was I don't know how old I was. It's probably twenty seven years old. (laughs) I had a stroked out mouse. No, he was a stroked out mouse. He was a (laughs) he was a four stroke engine. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, the uh, we had uh, had a mouse who had a uh, who had a tumor, and we actually took it to the vet and had it operated on, and had the tumor oh removed. Gosh. Now, how sad is that? <laughs> that was more than ten bucks. Let me tell you. <laughs> I just can't imagine this rat with this giant tumor, like a four pound rat with a three pound tumor. I just trade it in, dude. Trade it in. Trade up. That's like on on uh, on what is it? Uh, Elmo's world. You know they got the Dorothy, the goldfish. You know yep. that that goldfish. Sure. That goldfish is is dead every week. You know after they're done shooting, they turn the lights <laughs> out, and that fish is left there to die until the next time. And then they just go out and get another one. Looks just like it. Throw it up there, and Dorothy's in there with a brand new little object. And uh, <laughs> Dorothy, we're talking to Dorothy. What's Dorothy thinking about? Dorothy's thinking about his imminent demise. Is what he's doing. <laughs> So, yeah. uh, uh, odd, a little known fact: they do the same thing with Elmo. They just lock him in the room and they just get a new one next time um, they go. Yeah, we're all going to be surprised when they find out Elmo is actually a living being. But anyway, uh, <laughs> let me let me read some of these emails. We're about to get run out of time here. Hi, James. Oh. Another story from long ago. Uh, you want your kids to be self sufficient for several days. I had not been overseeing my son while he dressed or undressed. About this time, we decided to get him rollerblades. Uh, so. We're at the Sporting's Good Store chatting while the clerk is getting ready to fit in with some skates. I hear the clerk say, hey, buddy, how many pairs of socks you got on there? He starts peeling them off, finding a total of three pairs. I had an aha moment. Uh, When we were done in the store and back outside, I tugged my son's waistband and took inventory. Three pair of underwear, too. For the last couple mornings after breakfast, I'd been telling him, go get dressed and be sure to put on clean socks and underwear. I neglected to tell him to take off the old ones first. But I'm punch. Mother unit from the forums. Man, I love her stories, dudes. That's three for three. Uh, I almost killed my three-year-old son. He's now five. So, yes, he lived. Or at least that's the story my wife would tell you. I'll tell you about a three-year-old child's quick reflexes and how cool, calm, and collected they can be in stressful situations. As usual, I had a birdie belong to-do list. It was a three-work day. Um, it was, oh, no, it was tree work was a, day. Uh, what? <laughs> it was a three work day. I have three works. Three work day. I works. <laughs> I have three works. I work them all. No, uh, it was the tree work day and actually tree work week, but, uh, it's like shark week. Uh, but this was, I the, still don't know what that is. <laughs> this was the third day and Cooper helped out as much as a three-year-old could. He spent most of our time together picking up leaves and sticks and putting them in the truck. 
Uh, we had two dead trees in the front yard and one in the backyard that liked to hang in front of the direct TV dish when it rained. Obviously, this was the tree that was on my priority list. Cooper helped with the two in the front yard by picking up twigs that broke off as they fell. In the backyard, he was carefully inspecting my sawing technique. Oh, for the love of tools, I need a chainsaw. And counting my strokes. Well, counting them up to ten, and then he'd start over at one. Uh, the tree was probably 20 foot tall and not very big around. Of course, my wife tells this story. The tree was 50 foot tall and probably large enough that you could barely get your arms around it. And don't get me wrong, it was a good sized tree. But it's not like it came to the ground with a crashing thump. When I got about halfway through, I took a breather and good old Cooper stood by the swing set. You see, I reasoned that the tree was leaning toward the fence in the direction I was cutting it, and, and it would probably send it toppling that direction away from the swing set that we were chilling at, keeping Cooper well out of harm's way. Well, the tree had other plans, and with only a quarter of the trunk left to cut through, it started to move the wrong direction straight for Cooper. Dun, dun, dun! I was finally in no position... Oh, I was really in no position to be able to direct the tree's fall since uh, I was still tied to its stump. <laughs> no, it was still tied to a stump. Man, my misreadings are actually more funny than the story. Uh, well, you can see how that, it adds. <laughs> I'm tied to the stump, so it's okay, Cooper. You play right over there. I know I'm protecting the, it. The, the tree is smiling at me, Daddy. It's okay. It's all right. Just keep Go swinging. Light. Turn around in the swing and face the fence. Yeah. Uh, we'll be rid of you shortly. It's a three-work day. Can't be concerned about you. You would be a fourth work. Uh, Cooper saw the tree move. He saw it coming towards him, and he said, Oh, not again, Dad. You already tried to kill me today. No, he said, Oh, that's it. That's all he said was, Oh. No scream, no yell. He just said calmly, oh, and he ran. Normally, oh, Coop- dear. <laughs> Normally Cooper is a very goofy runner. Uh, think Phoebe from Friends, but not today. He gracefully put one 15-inch leg in front of the other as quickly as he could, running toward the fence. He cleared the area well before the first branch touched the ground. The tree was exactly tall enough that its top branches would probably have br- brushed him if he had not run. Brushed him. This is key. The tree falling might have given him a scratch, but the tree was still alive and it still had leaves, and so the leaves provided a great deal of wind resistance and the tree didn't fall so much as float to the ground. Well, not really float because it's still a tree after i just couldn't believe how calm he had been i looked at him and he said did you cut that tree down (laughs) always trust a three-year-old to ask the obvious question always trust a tree to fall in a different direction than you think it's going to and always trust that your tree your three-year-old probably has better reflexes than you think greg i would also add to that always trust that you've damaged your son's trust in you for the rest of his life because what he was really saying, did you try to kill me with that tree, Dad? <laughs> it's like, do you just throw that tree at me? <laughs> I, I was being good. I was doing what you told me to. Oh, Why are man. you tied to that stump? How is that going to help on any level? <laughs> <laughs> if you weren't tied to the stump, Dad, you could have got over faster. Just a little faster <laughs> is all I'm asking. I'd, I'd love to see what Paul's remake of the uh, thing would have been. You know what, man? <laughs> I was out of the backyard. I was helping that man cut that tree down. There's a three-year-old man. He almost got crushed by that tree. Boy, I tell you what, I had my BB gun. I almost <laughs> shot that three-year-old in ankle so he couldn't run away. So that tree was laying right on his head. Boy, I tell you what, I'm going to call that show. That'll be funny. Uh, <laughs> Don't put that on the show. Oh, that's funny, man. Oh, I, I love that James guy, man. He's so funny. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm going to take another swig. I'm going to get my courage up. I'm going to call that show. Don't see if I don't. <laughs> See if I don't. <laughs> anyway, 
Uh, let me get another one out here before the time runs out. A couple years back, my husband and I were chaperones when both our kids went uh, with the high school band to Disney World. They got to perform two concerts, one at Old Town and one in the Magic Kingdom. They had to pay for their meals and lodging, but Disney gave them day passes to Blizzard Beach, the Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and MGM, so pretty much all of it. Blizzard Beach was their first real stop after a long, sleepless bus ride from Wisconsin, straight drive through with short scheduled stops for meals, gas, and bathrooms only. It was considered to be the cleanup stop. Play in the water for six hours, change clothes, and then get them to Old Town for the first performance. Four o'clock rolls around, and we're still doing a head count on the bus. Uh, We come up short. Where is Abram? Stalkers, this is disconcerting because he is technically legally blind. And he can see outlines, but he can't read something unless he's within inches of us. Uh, he gets around by hanging out with his peeps and asking questions. He fum- he functions very well, but uh, where the heck is he now? Abram is a big, able-bodied kid, so we aren't really that worried. Uh, we're not worried anything bad has happened to him, but we don't want to be late for his performance. Um, so he can read music, apparently. Um, we quiz the kids and find out that the last place he was was on the Lazy River. I grab another kid who I knew was a swimmer, so he had some stamina, and we head back to the park with Abram's mom, another chaperone. Uh, We waited by the exit, and TJ and I scour the park running. I finally found him walking out of one of the many paths out of the Lazy River. The place was deserted because it was closing time, but he couldn't find anyone to ask directions. He had fallen asleep in the Lazy River, finally waking up when his tube went under a waterfall. And yes, we did get to the performance on time, Sue. Okay. All that explanation about legally blindness, and he woke up through another sense. His sight had nothing to do with it. It was his. It was his. Uh, his sense of touch that actually came to the rescue. Or maybe he had a sense of smell, and he could smell death. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he, he saw, would sleep on a river. <laughs> he saw the outline of the waterfall, and he 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 was able to put it all together. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, I'd love to see Paul's uh, take on that. Oh, I'll tell you what, man. This is legally blind, dude. He's on Lazy River. I'll tell you what. That dude fell asleep. He was a big, able-bodied kid. I wasn't really worried about him. But, man, I was waiting around. And sure enough, that waterfall fell on him. He woke up with such a start. I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to take another drink. I'm going to call that in that show. See if I don't. See if I don't. Y'all so crazy. I'll tell you what. Thank you for giving me a voice. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, Lord, it's time to get out of here. Trevor, thank you so much for doing this, dude. I'm serious when I say we're going to do it again, and it's going to have to be Is a little more Is it over recent. so already, man? Yeah, yeah, it's time. Bummer. Try to keep it under an hour. Visit us online at nlcast.com. Check out the web comic. It's updated every Tuesday and Thursday. Call us right now, 816-298-0823. Email us at nobody's listening to us at gmail.com. Leave an iTunes review. Tell a friend. Get on the uh, forums. Uh, go to nlcast.com. Dot com and leave your comments about the show, that kind of stuff. Send in your ha- your Halloween uh, stuff right now. If you're listening to us on iTunes and you didn't get that phone number, click the center button twice till you get to the info, and I'll have it in there, I promise. Thanks to our sponsors. Go to MyPC.com for Nicole and Carrillo. Thanks to our contributors. Thanks to our guest host and everybody who listens to the show. Thank you so much. Uh, nobody's listening. <laughs> It wasn't going to sync up anyway. I know, but I was going to try. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were holding your breath, dude. I'll tell you I what, man, that Trevor wait. guy, he's a trip boy. He's trying to say nobody listening, but he wasn't. But he couldn't say it, man. I'll tell you what, we'll call that show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to 
Don't tell him about it. <laughs> tell you what. Hey, my dog. My dog shot that mouse with a tumor <laughs> and froze it. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> beers and I thought I'd call in just to tell you about a mouse I shot in my garage yes I had a couple beers and the funny thing is I laid down some cheese whiz for the mouse to eat and when he came out I took a shot and he died yeah yeah I'm gonna call that show I'm gonna let everybody know That the greatest thing that I ever did do Was shoot a little mouse In the toad In the toad, yeah, 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 yeah And the greatest thing you ever did know is I drank a beer and shot a poor mouse in his toe. That I shot a poor mouse in his toe, yeah. I shot a poor mouse in his toe. Hi, this is James. And this is Jen. I'm the geek. And I'm the nerd. And we do a little podcast called Geek Loves Nerd. At geeklovesnerd.com. It's about our life and our kids and our marriage. And the end of it. Is that coming soon? Um, you probably hope so, but I I really would like to stay if you'd let me. Anyway, if you like hearing other people's business without actually having to know them, then you can listen to us every week at geeklovesnerd.com or look us up in iTunes. I think iTunes is rad. <laughs> Nerd loves geek. At least you did. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.